Hi. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. <laughs> Hi, it's me again. Um, I would like to uh, explain my absence and why the podcast will be on hiatus for a while. Also, I want to mention that, as always, my birds are making noise in the background, so you might hear that. I'm also... I'm maybe sick, so you might hear, like, my stomach churning. (laughs) Um, Alright, so let's just get into it. So first, the biggest reason uh, why I haven't been posting is because um, my husband, he had some problems with his vehicle. And uh, I have had to... Uh, provide him a ride to work and from work and he usually gets off of work uh, last I will get off beforehand and I'm in most cases I'm not able to just go home like I would have normally and that that's the time when I would have like gotten my chores done and if I felt like it, possibly went to podcast. Well, um, instead, I have to wait in my car because with everything that's going on with gas prices right now, I can't really afford to just drive home and then drive back. It's really like a long drive to and from work for both of us. So, you know, there's that. So most days I've just been kind of sitting in my car, you know, watching the time, waiting for the time to just um, tick down and then go and pick my husband up and bring him home. And I haven't had any time to podcast at all because it's all been taken up by that once I do get home. I have to take care of myself, I have to take care of the house, I have to make dinner sometimes, Um, it's just a lot right now. The only reason I have time today to record this message is because uh, my work was cancelled early for me today uh, due to a stomach flu going around, which I might have. (laughs) Uh, My body has been acting weird. I feel really nauseous at times, like it comes in waves um, and then it goes away. And it's so early in the day that I was able to just come home and uh, actually have some time to myself for a while until, until I have to go and pick my husband up from work, so. Yeah, I finally got some time today. Uh, we also had another animal death. So, uh, we have ducks. I know I've talked about this before on the podcast and everything, but, um, we rent a property out in kind of a rural area and we have a lake on it and we decided when we first moved here that we wanted to get ducks and chickens and um, over the years we've lost all of the chickens and we've lost most of the ducks due to 
just the natural wildlife out here. It's it's just a part of nature out here. It just happens and you know, it's hard like every time it happens, it's unexpected and sad and you just hate to see well oh there goes another one and you know there's not really much you can do about it a lot of it is due to us <laughs> we've never like owned these types of animals before these they're categorized as like farm animals and such um so we just we didn't really understand when we first got them uh how vulnerable they are uh, to attacks, so so I also, in recording this message, I want to talk about kind of like um, what brought me here. So I, it's it's really funny timing because I was listening to this other podcast on my way home, and they were talking about how uh, podcasts are really have been really blowing up for the past year like they've just been exploding everyone's making one there's new ones coming out all the time and it's just nice uh because um it's kind of like a space where uh certain groups of people haven't been able to get their voice out there like in the mainstream and like something like a radio or tv show or whatever so uh, I was hearing about on that podcast how people have turned now to podcasting to get their voices out there and um, it was just really interesting to hear that. They were also talking about um, amateur work and how like a lot of, there, there were like um, the creators of the podcasts were on this podcast talking about their process and everything. And they were talking about how um, when they first started out, their first like season or their first few episodes of their podcasts weren't very good. And I there just a lot of things they were talking about that I thought like, yeah, that's... I can really relate to that and um, you know I just feel as though um, you know what I've done so far with random fandom I it does feel very amateur it does feel very much like I'm just testing this out and that's all it really was meant to be from the beginning it was an experiment I wasn't, I wasn't really seriously going at this. I wasn't looking to um, gain like a following or like gain like sponsorships from this or anything that... No, it from the beginning it was always just like I want to see how much like once I'm actually like given a space, like a safe space to talk, how much I would talk and what I would talk about, like what's on my mind because I've never had a space like that. And this is the experience that I feel like most podcasters have is that, is that basically, that they've finally found their space or whatever. 
I can't really say that I've always enjoyed making this podcast, you know? There's definitely been um, a process of figuring out how am I going to like make this work? How am I going to do this? And at times that's been stressful and just uh, sometimes, most of the time, <laughs> the heavier topics that come up and just like... I have just, it's just like, there's been so many, there's been so much processing of past trauma on this podcast, um, which I'm really grateful for, you know, I definitely needed to talk about those things and just kind of let it out. I know it's not the best way, it's not the perfect way, like the perfect way would have been to go to a therapist and talk to them, but... Uh, as I explained before on the podcast, I've had trouble doing that before. I've had trouble trusting other people with my experiences and them taking me seriously and all that. So, like I said, you know, this is a safe space. Nobody's going to shut me down. Nobody's going to, like... Yeah, I, I think it's just that. It's the fact that nobody is going to be, like silencing me. It's just me talking into a microphone for however long I want, and yeah. I still have family members who think of me as that quiet, almost mute child that they uh, knew when I was like growing up. That's who I used to be, and Um, you know, I've obviously changed a lot since then, and I was even looking forward to kind of, like, showing them that side of things, and like, hey, you know, I went through some trauma, and, um, I've grown and changed, and I could, could have possibly offered an explanation of why I was so quiet when I was, and why I acted so weird at times, like, I would dodge people's questions all the time, like, the worst, oh, the absolute worst question they could have ever asked me at that time was, like, how are you doing in school? Oh, which is just such a, like, man, they just couldn't have known what was going on, uh, both because I couldn't, I couldn't explain it, I didn't know what was going, I was, I didn't know what was happening to me, and my parents sure as hell weren't going to explain it to them, because that reflects badly on them, to tell other family members that their child is having problems in school, you know, it just, I don't know, it's just one of those things, like, with mental health, with disabilities, I think with the older generation, they just have this tendency to, like, gloss over that, say, sweep it under the rug, say everything's fine, you know, everything's going dandy, you know, she's, her grades have gone up and down a few times, but we're, we're happy with it, you know, just, like, I had so many people just talking for me at that time, too. Like, my mom would talk for me a lot of the times, and 
There would even be times when I would want to say something, and she would be so used to talking for me that she would talk over me. And my sister, I know she used to notice this happening, and she would kind of like scold my mom, like, hey, why don't you let her talk? <laughs> She's trying to talk. She never talks. Let her talk. <laughs> ah, so, you know, things in the past haven't always been very great for me. And now I can really just... Uh, <laughs> something oh this is gonna like this is gonna make me sound so cringy but like way back in the day as a teenager and and such um y'all remember that beyonce song um what is it grown woman or i'm a grown woman something something like that and she, like, part of it is her saying, like, I'm a grown woman, I can do whatever I want. And I just loved that. I loved that song and I loved that music video because at the time I was like, yeah, I don't have to be this quiet person anymore. I can explore who I am now. I don't have anybody defining who I am anymore. So, yeah. It's just been a whole journey from there into whatever the hell this is. There's still a lot about myself that I'm trying to learn. I There's days when I don't feel like a real person. Um, there's days when I look back on things that I've done and I just think like how cringy it is and I should have said this or I shouldn't have said that. I get real angry with myself and, you know, all the human emotions come out and all that stuff. But, um, it's just been a process of having to learn, like, yeah, I, everyone goes through that. Everyone regrets their actions at some point in their life. And it's just a matter of, I have to give myself that space to say... You know, I was going through something, I had no idea of how to explain or articulate it to other people so that they could possibly help me. So, it was just like a whole thing. I can't really hold myself accountable for what I did as a child struggling with whatever the hell it was. I, I still can't really define it in any like particular way with the English language. It's very difficult, but yeah. Yeah, just over the years I've had to kind of like accept that I couldn't have really been any better than what I was at the time. And now that I am where I am, things can be better. If anything, I guess I could sum it up as, like, when two people have a child and they have no, no goddamn plan for that child, it, it's just, it's a very weird experience. It's a very weird life. Sometimes when people have a child unexpectedly, 
it turns into, well, now I'm going to teach them this, and now I'm going to actually be a parent now, but for my parents, it didn't really turn out that way. They didn't really parent me that way. Um, I would say they were more of a guardian, you know, they took care of my needs and everything, but as far as trying to develop me as a person, as a human, um, that fell off the back burner and fell onto the floor. Like, it, it wasn't even done. It was never done. Like, I spent a lot of time in isolation with no social skills. And then when I was thrust into these spaces like school, where I found myself having to be social, it was really awkward. And it, it was awkward for me. It was awkward for other people that didn't understand like why I, w I, why I was the way that I was. And I didn't understand either at the time. Um, yeah, it was just a very confusing time. Then now here we are. I the only reason that I'm that I have that I'm able to like speak the way that I am is because I taught myself. Like I not not English. I'm not talking about English. I'm talking about the style of speaking. Like the way that you say the words, the way what you say to when certain situations happen, um, there's still things that I'm missing. Like, I, there's still certain situations where I don't know how to act because that's never come up before. And one of those that I could probably give an example as would probably be anything doing to do with death and people being sad about that death like anything with grief like I don't understand that I don't know what that's like so when somebody is going through that it's really hard for me to offer comfort to them to offer understanding to them um, in other situations where maybe it doesn't involve a death but somebody is still emotionally upset or crying or it's just like I can see that they're having a really hard time. I don't know how to talk to them. I don't know how to interact because when I was a child and I was dealing with all my bullshit and I was sad and I was crying and I would have breakdowns and such, which my parents visually saw with their own two eyes and heard because I would do it in front of them sometimes. They didn't, they didn't know how to handle that. They, <laughs> so then, which then translates to me not knowing how to handle it when it happens to somebody else and I'm there, and I'm there in the room. So, yeah, it, it's just, it's been a whole thing of, like, realizing the consequences, you know, of things that have happened and how those continue to play out throughout your life. When you have been given so little, so little time, like emotionally, like not physically, like I said, I was given my needs, but when you have been given so little emotionally, it's then very difficult and very hard 
for you to give it when it comes time for you to give your emotions to other people and provide for that way emotionally, that's when it gets hard. That's when it's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Another thing that they were saying on the podcast I was listening to is that um, people want to hear about those difficult stories, those difficult things that have happened to people. Like, they want to actually hear people's stories. And that's really encouraging. Like, I, I've spent my entire life telling different people a version of this story only to be, like, kind of, I guess, just kind of shut down, or it's like people get into that fix-it mode where they have to come up with a solution for you. Like, oh my god, that's so terrible that that happened. Um, try this, you know? <laughs> like, it's not that I want you to give me something to, to aid me in that way, like, it's not that, it's just that I want you to listen and understand what I've been through. I feel like a lot of people are able to do that through podcasting. I'm sorry, my birds are really excited that I'm home early today, so they are peeping their heads off in the background there. So yeah, you know, to to get back to it, um, you know, I was really looking forward to showing these family members, like, who I've become and, you know, how I've changed and how I've grown. And then COVID happened. And it's like, my family isn't the type to get together a lot anyway. And COVID just really put a stop to everything, you know. So, so yeah, I just wanted to provide you an update on what is going on with the podcast. Um, There's definitely been, in the past, podcasts that I've listened to, started listening to, only for them to stop posting randomly, and I just don't know, like, what's going on with them, why aren't they posting anymore, and I often think to myself, why don't they just, you know do a really quick message and just post that on their page, like, for their podcast, like, hey guys, you know, this is the reason, like, yeah, like, that's, so that's basically, like, what I want to do for my own podcast. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea because I still very much love fan fiction. It... The depravity of the human mind, it's just, it's vast, and it's, it's wonderful, and it's such a sight, it's such a sight to behold sometimes. I, it's endlessly fascinating to me what people can come up with. They're just so creative, and, um, I used to think of myself as a creative person, you know, that... Uh, I have my own story with that, you know, but, um, I haven't really been able to do anything creative in years, you know, so it's just, it's nice because it's almost like, yeah, these are my kind of people. These are the type of people who will 
who will actually sit there and, like, write something because they want to. Like, I used to be like that. I used to do that. Not fan fiction, but, like, I used to just create things and just do it without feeling any shame, without feeling like, oh, what's the point of this, you know, (laughs) before I got, like, really depressed and just stopped altogether. But, um, yeah, so it's just kind of like... I admire each and everything that I read. I admire that somebody actually was able to take time out of their busy life and create this. And that is, of course, excluding the people who make the really bad content that I've talked about before. You know, stuff like incest and things like that. I really dislike those people. Um... They don't count, basically. I don't envy or look up to those people at all. They're disgusting. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take down all of the episodes. And what I might do is I might cut them up and rebuild them, splice them into something that's like a compilation of the best the best of, because we've had a lot of duds. We've had so many duds, you know. So I really just want to pick out what are the best ones and, you know, maybe publish that part of it. Also, I don't think I'm going to keep a lot of the parts where I'm just talking about myself and my life and my thoughts because, um, going back to what I was hearing on that podcast on the way home, um, oftentimes your very first podcast episodes aren't the best, and I definitely think that's true of mine. So there's definitely some uh, talk that we can just cut out and we can leave the good parts, which is reading the stories that are actually like worth going back and revisiting. Oh. And I also uh, possibly wanted to rename the podcast, too, because I'm thinking about changing it up so much that I'm not even randomizing things anymore. I'm just reading what I want to read, Uh, whatever I find interesting at the moment. Um, Because I feel like some of the worst content out there is people reading stories that they don't want to read, but they know that their audience is going to eat it up. And that isn't always, like, the most palatable to me. To me, that really turns me off, because you can tell with the inflections and the tone in somebody's voice if they do not give a fuck. If they do not give a fuck about what they're reading. And it's so annoying, and it's so obvious to me And those people, they have tons of views, you know, they have tons of whatever, you know, they have their audience for that. And that's great for them. I am, I really, that's, we love that for them. But for me, this podcast has never been about doing it for like, to please other people. It's just kind of been like my own experiment for myself 
So, in keeping with that theme, I think I just want to read things that I want to read from now on. And if something is too long, if something is too boring, I'm just going to cut it out. I'm not going to read it, you know? Like, it's time. Like, (laughs) um, there's just been too many episodes where it's been boring and a drag. So... I want to, that's one of the things they were talking about on the podcast is like, make sure you're having fun with it. Make sure it's a joy to make your podcast every time you go and record. So I want to follow that advice and just try to make it more interesting for myself. And hopefully it will come off as interesting to other people if I do that. So another thing that I want to acknowledge is like, Um, sensitivity on this podcast, uh, sensitivity to, um, certain topics like race, like sexual identity, um, you know, marginalized groups of people. Um, I definitely want to be more respectful towards those people. And it's not that I have intentionally, like, in the past, disrespected them. Uh, Not intentionally. So, and this isn't any kind of, like, excuse or anything, but I think it makes sense to put it in this context that I am a person who comes from a very small community. And that community uh, was and probably still is very white, uh, very performative in the way of, like, they pretend to be, like, liberal. They pretend to be left-leaning, but they actually aren't. It's that, it's those kinds of people. And then there's just kind of like the out there, more conservative sort of people. Um, That's where I come from. Um, I know definitely in school, it wasn't a priority for people to teach us about other cultures, to teach us about other sexualities other than straight. Um... So, going forward, I just want to be more careful when I talk about those things and when those things come up. Because the website that I read these uh, fan fictions from, it, those topics do come up. Because it is a platform for people, <laughs> once again, who aren't represented in the mainstream, so they have to take this alternative route. And I don't know. I just want to be more respectful. I hesitate to use the word ally. I actually don't like to think of myself as an ally because so many people use the term ally to define themselves. So many white people do. And 
it's more of a thing that strokes their own ego than anything having to really reflect the truth of who they are. Um, and that's just something like, yeah, I don't want to call myself an ally. I don't want to call, I don't want to give myself that title because I haven't really done anything for these marginalized groups of people. I haven't really done anything for them. So why should I ever try and pretend that I have earned that title? Like, no, until somebody calls me that, and they're of one of those communities, then then yes, maybe. But like for now, I think just being a human about it and being respectful about it and not going with that uh, definition of ally is much better. It works much better for me. Does that mean that I'm the opposite and don't support those communities? No. I don't want it to come off that way. There's a lot of things that I'm learning about these communities that I didn't know before. Because people didn't want me to know. You know, n nobody ever in my school district, nobody, nobody ever sat back and said, you know, you're gonna be really, you're gonna be really woke about all this different shit. No, they wanted me to be racist. They wanted me to hate gay people. They wanted me to to hate native people and think that they were all dead. Like they wanted me to think these things and believe these things and they wanted me to be patriotic. They wanted me to love America and <laughs> It just, it never was going to be that. And now I get to, now I get to be that person that they didn't want me to become. Now I, I do get to, I do get to acknowledge those people. And I do get to support those people when I can. So... That's just where I am now with all that. And I wanted to explain that because it might not be clear or, you know, you just, maybe you just don't know. And I wanted, I just wanted to make it clear. The biggest thing about it is like, I have to acknowledge how much of an idiot I am about these things, how little I know, how ignorant I am about these things because of where I come from, because of the narrative that was given to me at such a young age, I have to acknowledge that sometimes I will offend people and I have to be okay with that going forward. If I'm going to continue doing this, if I'm going to read these stories that include these communities, that bring up these subjects, I have to be respectful and I have to understand that I, I just have to be careful not to offend people. So I do take that part seriously 
and I am going to be careful going forward not to do that, to keep it light for people, because this world is so fucked up, you know, all, I don't want people to, to groan when they hear something that I say, like, I don't want them to be brought down any more than they already are by all of the bullshit that's going on. I would like for this podcast to actually be a break from the more serious things that go on in life, the more heavier things that happen to us throughout the years, you know? I want people to actually have fun and for this to be an outlet, if, if that's possible. To just have a moment to laugh. You know, because people need laughter. People need entertainment. And, you know, there is entertainment out there. But it doesn't include these groups of people. And that's why they turn to these alternate forms of entertainment. Like fan fiction writing and reading. Like podcasting. So... If possible, I want to respect that, I want to acknowledge that, and I want to, I guess, just going forward, I want to be aware of that. So yeah, that is basically the end of the message. Uh, That's everything that I wanted to say um, in this update message, so... You know, that's that's that. When I post, you'll see when it happens. I don't have anything, I don't have a schedule set or anything. I'm still dealing with the situation where I have to carpool my husband to work and back. So, yeah, I will just uh, see you when I see you. That's it.